Blog Talk Radio. from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you. If you've been out of church, you're not going to church, um, you're not a member of a church, and uh, something happened in church, and I mean, invite you to come on and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, uh, Jesus Saves Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. we got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise the Lord and God bless you. I thank you for tuning in to the broadcast on this evening. God is a good God even on a bad day. And every time I turn around, God just keeps on blessing. On today, I had an appointment uh, to meet with my doctor, my primary doctor. And he's a Christian. He's a born-again Christian, pastor of the church here in Greenville. And we was, he was sharing with me how a lot of times, most of the times, well, all the time, you really got to, God got to reveal these things to you. You know, you can't just get it out of a dictionary or commentary. I mean, commentaries and dictionaries, they're very helpful. But to get the revelation of God, he has to reveal it to you, reveal it to you. No one can, a man can preach as well as he wants to, a woman, but it has to be revealed to you who Jesus is. And if it's not, you you just, you know, you're just there, but you don't know. I want to talk about this evening. We win because of what Jesus did. We, we, we actually win. We're winners because of what Jesus Christ did, not because of what we did, but because of what Jesus Christ has done. He made a way for each one of us to make it, each one of us. Even before I was born, the way was already made. Somebody sung a song said, it's a fixed fight. We already win. The only way you lose is refuse to accept Jesus Christ. That's the only way you can lose. But if you follow Christ, you can't lose. Um, in Romans chapter 5, verse 1, uh, the Bible tells us that from the uh, message Bible, the heading is developing patience. It says, by entering through faith into what God has already wanted to do for us, set us right with him, make us fit for him. 
we have it all together with God because of our master, Jesus. That's why we got it made, because Jesus already did it for us. In the next verse, it says, there is more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we are hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us. We, 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 even though we got trouble, we know we win. The next verse, and how that patience in turn forges the temperate steel of value, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. God got some, God, God gonna, God gonna bless you and I. And that's the key. We got to understand that. In alert expectancy such as this, we're never left feeling short, short, short changed. Quite the contrary. We can't, we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. Isn't that true? God is always doing something for us so wonderful, so spectacular. Man, I'm telling you, God is always doing something, as my doctor was saying today. It has to be revealed to you because God does so much. It has to be revealed to you because you you won't even see it. You, 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 you'll be looking right at it and won't even see it. God is doing so much for your life right now. God Almighty is doing so much for you, whoever you are that's listening to me. He's doing so much. I mean, it's beyond, you don't recognize it. The Bible says in the next verse, Christ arrives right on time to make this happen. He always makes it happen. He didn't and doesn't wait for us to get ready. He presents himself for this sacrificial death when we were too weak and rebellious to do anything to get ourselves ready. And even if we hadn't been so weak, we wouldn't have known what to do anyway. If, 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 I don't care, even if I was strong, I wouldn't know what to do. God, the one that has to do it for me. Look what it says in the next verse. We can understand someone dying for a person worthy dying for. And we can understand how someone good and noble could inspire us to selfish sacrifice ourselves. But Jesus did it without even anybody doing it. But God put his love on the line for us by offering his son in sacrificial death while we were no use, whatever, to him. We were no good to God, but Jesus died for us anyway. 
Isn't that amazing? The next verse said, now that we are set right with God by means of this sacrificial death, the the commuted blood sacrifice, there is no longer a question of being at odds with God. In any way, we are not at odds with God. We're on his team because he put us there. If we were at our worst, we we were put on friendly terms with God by the sacrificial death of his son Jesus. Now that we are at the best, just think of how our lives will expand and deepen by means of his resurrection or his resurrection. Jesus Christ made a way for you and I. And, and that's why we're so blessed today, because Christ did it. Look what it said. Now that we have actually received this amazing friendship with God, we are no longer content to simply say it in plodding or plodding the poles. We sing and shout our praise to God through Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Isn't that a blessing? God did that for us. The death dealing sin. Rather than that, uh, 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 the next verse, look what it says. The death dealing sin. The life giving guilt. Verse 12, you know the story of how Adam landed us in, the, in this dilemma. <laughs> we in. First, he got into sin. Then it brought death. And no one except from either sin or death could get us out. No one could get us out. But Jesus did. Then that sin, the sin that Adam got us in, disturbed, distributed relationship with God. It disrupted our relationship with God. And everything and everyone, but the extent of the disturbance was not clear until God spelled out in details to Moses. So death, this huge abyss separating us from God, dominating the landscape from Adam to Moses. Isn't that something? But look what he says. Even those who didn't sin precisely as Adam did by disobeying a specific command of God, still had to experience this termination of life, this separation from God. But Adam, who got us into this in the first place, got good what happened ahead to the one who would get us out. Adam got us in it, but Jesus is getting us out. That's why we got. That's why we live. Next verse said, "Yet the rescuing gift is not exactly parallel to the death dealing sin. If one man's sin put crowns, <coughs> excuse me, crowds of people at the death door of the abyss." are separating us from God. Just think what God's gift poured 
through one man, Jesus Christ, will do for you if you just let him today. There is no comparison between that death deal and sin and the generous life-giving gift diverted on that one sin was the death sentence. Diverted on the many sins that followed was this wonderful life sentence. Good God, from Zion. If death got the upper hand through the one man wrongdoing, can you imagine the breathtaking recovery life makes? Sovereignty, life, and those who grip with both hands this wildly extravagant life gift, this grand setting, everything right, that the one man, Jesus Christ, provides. He does that. Jesus provides that. That one man. Did you see that? Here it is in a nutshell. Jesus has one person did it, did no wrong, and got us one man. But one man, another person, did what was right and got us out of trouble. But more than just getting us out of trouble, he got us into new life. Good God Almighty, that's Jesus Christ. One man said to one man said no to God and put many people in the wrong. One man said yes to God and put many people in the right. That's Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? Jesus Christ is making a way. Jesus is making a way. Did you hear that? All that passes, all that passes through law against sin did was produce more law lawbreakers. But sin didn't and doesn't have a chance in competition with the aggressive forgiveness we call grace. When it's sin versus grace, grace wins hands down. Good God Almighty. Thank God for grace. All sin can do threaten us with, a, with death. And that's the end of the grace. Because God is putting everything together again through the Messiah, inviting us into life, a life that gives, that goes on and on and on. World without end. That's what Jesus did for you and I. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 5. God has made a way for you and I. We're going to make it, saints, through Jesus Christ. And being made perfect, Hebrews 5 and 9, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. You got. You can have eternal salvation. You, I'm talking about. You, I'm talking about. You. Yes. You can have eternal salvation through Jesus Christ. Right now. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, the Bible says, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against 
the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Are y'all hearing what the word of God said? Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. My time is about out. I got to go. I just took 15 minutes. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 15, now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communed with me except concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. Paul said the Caribbean church, the Philippians, stay with him. Are y'all hearing me? I got to go. We win because of Jesus Christ. I'm going to say it again. We win because of Jesus Christ. I want y'all to remember that. Don't ever forget Jesus. He's the one. I know a lot of people call him Yahshua, but his name is Jesus. Get his name right. His name is Jesus. Have a great day in Jesus' name. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is seven. It's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you're there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. Say, Lord, come into my heart and save me. He'll do that, and you'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ. Let's go.